We're back with another edition of First and Now. It's the official BC Lions podcast, and we'll start things out uh, like we always do, talking about the very good folks at IA Financial Group. At IA Financial Group, uh, there's over 125 years of experience helping Canadians. Proudly Canadian, IA Financial Group has over 7,000 employees and more than 4 million clients serving Canadians with a foundation of trust from coast to coast. IA Financial invested in you. Contact your financial advisor for more information. And uh, our guest on uh, this latest edition of First and Now, well, right now he's invested in a lot of things. The most important thing is, uh, well, making sure your BC Lions uh, have the most competitive roster possible. Um as we hope to get a green light on a return to play soon, but that's another story for another day. We have head coach, co-GM, defensive coordinator. I think I got all his titles, Rick. Rick Campbell's here. Am I missing anything? Um, I don't know. Overall awesome guy. Well, that goes without saying. Uh, you know, you, you, when you are in the office, uh, you're hunkered down at home like a lot of us just riding out this uh, – this storm uh, with the latest spike in COVID numbers in BC. Glad you're safe and well for one. But uh, when you are in the office, you're typically the coffee maker. I've seen you sweeping up in the kitchen. You're, you're just doing everything to to make sure the operation's smooth, right? Yeah, sure is sure is weird to be in that office whenever I have been in there. Just it's how quiet it is. So it's uh it's definitely different. But um, been spending a lot of time at home, obviously with this with what's going on and this third wave we seem to be going through so just uh, kind of hunkering down and um, trying to be smart about things and um, hoping this all will will pass which it will at some point we'll see how it all plays out yeah it's crazy eh? uh, I think we're 16 17 months or something since uh, you were first hired and obviously at that point you had no idea what that your first year on the job was going to uh, entail what it has entailed but um, that being said, talking to you, you're still optimistic. You're still very excited. I mean, what's the key to staying excited on the task at hand here during these crazy times we're hopefully seeing light at the end of the tunnel? Well, I don't have any inside information, but I would say the difference between last year and this year is I, th- I think it's a matter of when we play. You know, I think the, the vaccines, you know, if that all goes how they think it's going to go and, and that keeps progressing, then you know, we're going to get back to some sense of normalcy here. I, I don't have any inside info other than I think we're all expecting that to happen. And so, um, you know, we're all excited. So we, we've been working hard in the off season, doing playbook stuff. And the fun part is talking football is actually doing football things and talking about scheme and mm-hmm. talking about drafting players and all that stuff. You know, we've, we've all talked enough about, um, <laughs> the other stuff of all the pandemic stuff. So obviously that's very important, but it's, it is a, it is fun and it gives you energy to just talk about football and, and feeling that um, sense of anticipation for a season. Um, this is our first time interviewing you on this podcast since free agency wasn't quite the normal frenzy we're used to, but what can you say about our two key additions uh, from February, Rick? Um, Lucky Whitehead, Shaq Cooper, both a couple of playmakers that can add their own unique dimensions to our offense. Tell our fans what you love most about those additions. I like that they are, I would call them home run hitters if we're talking about baseball here, but anyways, Mm -hmm. they're fast guys that can do stuff with the ball in the open field. 
And um, I think that's good. I think it's a good mix. We, we have a really good talent pool, but I think they um, bring a different dynamic to it. So I'm excited to, to mix those in with our, our guys we have already. And those guys can both, not only can they do it on offense, but they also can do it in the return game. So we're going to have some options with, uh, with all of that. And that's, that's, that's the exciting part for me. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, Lucky for sure was was one of those guys when when we played the Winnipeg Blue Bombers um, a couple times there in 2019. That was one of those guys, ironically, like Marcus Sales on defense and special teams was was always making something happen, always noticeable, always someone the opposition uh, has to game plan for, right? And um, speaking specifically about Shaq Cooper as well, his sample size might not be quite what it is, but that can be an advantage, right? That's a guy that's going to have lots of pr- to prove uh, as we sort of shift things around in this backfield. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just getting to know these guys too, because I haven't worked with them before, but the common thread and all these guys you're talking about is they're really excited to play in Vancouver and play for the lions. So I, um, and, and so that's a good thing. Like you said, they're all dynamic guys. They're exciting players. Like you said, they're, they're the guys that you don't, you're not surprised when you see them on sports center, um, <laughs> making, making some type of highlight play. So we want to keep, uh, keep that going. And I think, I think the reason they're also so invested is, you know, they're going to get a really good chance to, um, play a lot, you know, start and, and play a lot. So, um, looking, looking forward to it for sure. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be queuing up that, uh, highlight music uh, lots of times this season uh, shifting gears talking about the main task at hand uh, we are smack dab uh, in the middle of what you'd call scouting season evaluation season cfl draft we finally have a date may 4th some of the top canadian talent will be up for selection very much look forward to that every year but um exciting uh, thing going on right now is you're in the finishing uh, stages of planning our global draft coming up on Thursday. We're on the clock, BC Lions, to pick first overall in round one. What can you say, first off, Coach, about the quality of talent available in this global draft? So I would fully anticipate we have the first overall pick, which is a good thing. But I'm fully anticipating that whichever player we take at that spot, that that guy's going to play for us. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going to have to earn it and stuff, but the, it's not a deal of just, um, you know, drafting a guy to come in and be on our practice roster or something. We think, we think the, the talent pool is good and that it's someone that come, can come in and help us right away. So that's exciting. The, the players in it the previous season or whatever you want to call it, 2019, um, there are some really good players, but the talent, the pool of people was smaller. There just hadn't been as much homework put into it, you know, the time invested in it. So I think the CFL's done a really good job in investing and finding these guys literally from all over the place now. Last time it was mainly um, Europe and Mexico, but this is literally people from all over the world and you're getting the best guys and and it's guys that are going to end up in the NFL or the CFL. So um, that's exciting that we can add a guy. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that we can add a guy that can help us right away. And then uh, we'll end up having four total picks in that draft and I think we can get a combination of um, maybe another guy that can help us too and then also it could be some future guys that um, um, depend on what happens with them in the NFL and that type of thing but um, 
definitely, definitely on the upswing on the, the global talent. Yeah, and just to give our fans a quick breakdown of some of the numbers, um, yeah, 118, 19, 36 are selections. Snake draft, snake reverse order, just like the actual CFL draft. 297 eligible global prospects. 19 of those, and I found this interesting, Rick, 19 of those prospects, according to our research, played at NCAA programs in the States. I mean, that tells you all you need to know about the actual talent level, right? A lot of these kids grew up in the States, but were either born in one of those countries or hold a passport from one of those countries. You know, the fact that they've played at some pretty high level football here these last couple of years compared to that previous crop, like you mentioned, that must make it exciting too. Exactly. Like you said, there's, there's guys uh, that have played on the highest level of college football. So definitely guys that can, can come in and compete. And I also believe that can contribute. And I think um, even through the first round of the draft, I think the teams, um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we got the first overall pick. I think it's going to really pay off for us, but I think there's going to be a, a group of guys in the first round um, that, you know, you'll see playing this year and contributing on, uh, on multiple teams in this league. Yeah. And um, it's, it's definitely a unique way you can fill some needs, right? I mean, um do you leave no stone unturned here when it comes to filling out various positions? Obviously we're set at quarterback, um, got a pretty impressive group of receivers coming back, but you never want to rule anything out. Right. I mean, how's that process determining what position you want to address the most in this global draft? Yeah. The way we generally go about it is we rank them in order of just being football players of who we think are the, the best players in order. And then you factor in, the position part of it, you know, as you start tie breaking or, or shifting people around is that's where that comes in as far as position wise. So, but we are definitely, like I said, I think we're going to be lined up where um, it's going to be a fit, not only that the guy's going to be a good player, but that it could be a position where he can come in. And like I said, be a guy that dresses for us and plays and contributes, which that's a, that's a big thing. So um, looking forward to that. We spoke with G. Roy Simon on this uh, for a feature at bclions.com. You can check that out. Uh, our global draft central page at the top of bclions.com, uh, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know. 10 a.m. Thursday, mark it down. And uh, yeah, I know you guys are all in on the meetings together. And G. Roy, Rick, uh, really echoed your excitement. Uh, and that's a guy who's been scouting for a few years now, too. So he knows when he gets excited, you know. There's some uh, legit opportunities uh, ahead here on Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Um, what about the virtual aspect of it? I, I feel we've been talking about this for, well, about the last year and a yeah. bit, right? You don't get yeah. to go to the combines. It's all like this on Zoom. I understand you're still interviewing prospects on Zoom, getting uh, all your ducks in a row before Thursday. Um, do you prefer it? Do you, do you relish that part of it? I mean, what's your whole take on what the virtual scouting world has been like? Yeah, that's been interesting. So we actually did it last year. <laughs> we did all the Zooms right. that we, inter we interviewed a whole group of these um, global guys last year and it's totally fine. It works. Um, you know, I mean, people know what Zoom is like and we're doing it right now. So it definitely fits the bill and it actually is going to fit the bill going forward. when you talk about global, you know, if you're talking to a guy in Australia or Europe or somewhere in Asia or something, we're probably going to be on Zoom, but um, I got to tell you, I'm going to definitely look forward to in-person 
whatever that is in life, a combine, a conversation, um, whatever it is. So it's, it, it works and we can get what we want done with it, but uh, I'm looking forward to, to those, those in-person things again. Yeah, it's, I guess it's right. I mean, the first major event that was canceled last year was the national combine. They went ahead with the Ontario regional, I think, right? Cause our guy, Jordan Williams turned lots of heads at that regional combine. So yeah. Um, like you said, light at the end of the tunnel and, uh, we hope this time next year, we're maybe doing this from a global combine somewhere um, in the Canadian Football League or beyond that. Uh, who knows? Who knows exactly. where uh, the vaccinated world will take us. Um, and you're still going through it, right? Um, we talked about Jordan Williams there. Um, and I know you're very, one of the great things about going into this training camp will be we're essentially going to have two rookie draft classes, right? Yeah. I know right. you're jacked up about the guys we got last year, but... Uh, what about this year's CFL draft? Uh, just going through the the virtual stuff and all your evaluations. Um, how excited are you about that prospect pool? It, it's good. I was actually just going to bring that up to you before I said that that's what's going to be really interesting this year is having two classes, you know, having two, two draft classes all together. So um, that, that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Part of the trick this year of what we, so we've been interviewing Canadian guys that are in the, the CFL draft and just going through of making sure that they're in shape, they're, you know, all those things. Cause these guys have had to adjust just like all of us, you know, gyms have been closed or whatever it is, they, they'd have to, you know, figure out how to stay in shape. And a lot of these guys, especially the U sports kids, um, didn't play football so they've been sitting out mm-hmm. um, a year so that's part of the equation too of just making sure they're up to speed um, physically you know because these guys are going to get drafted and they're going to be going to a training camp soon after whenever that date is but soon after so they really got to be ready to go just like all of us as I know we've been sitting around uh, waiting for a while here but uh, when we get the green light it's gonna happen quick where we we shift into football mode, which is going to be, which is going to be fun. Lions. Uh, we will pick fourth in the CFL draft on May 4th. And, and that's kind of a blessing because again, this reverse order thing, that essentially means we're picking in the middle of each round, Rick. Um, yeah. That's uh, I mean, that has to make things we, good, we right? Hit, we hit it pretty good. I, <laughs> if we were, if we were playing the lottery, well, which it was, it was like a lottery is in the global, we got the first overall pick, which I think is huge. Cause I think, like I said, you can get a guy that is gonna contribute right away. And then like in, in the CFL draft going at four and I believe 13 is you're gonna get, you're getting some pretty good players that are um, um, pretty high up the list. So I think we hit it pretty well as far as uh, how it worked out this year in, in both the global and the CFL draft, as far as where we pick. You mentioned uh, some of the U sport guys who did not play football. I mean, just elaborate on that. How challenging might that be uh, when you don't have the actual current game film to go off? It, it makes it harder. They, they're sending in these virtual combines, mm-hmm. so meaning they're you know, getting film of themselves wherever they are across Canada or the United States or wherever they are and sending it in. So like I said, that you get to see that they're in shape and ready to go. And you also, it's good to talk to them. So we do Zoom calls with the guys that we want to talk to and just kind of see where they are mentally and um, 
you know, that the, they would be ready to go and, and to play football. But we, you know, you got to rely off the game film that they do have already, which these guys do from playing in 2019. And so if you combine that game film with them being physically in shape and talking to them and that they seem, you know, ready to go and all that stuff, then it, it, it gives you a pretty good idea. We're all going to be in the same boat. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even the CFL players and the CFL coaches that we've been off a year too. So it's kind of getting back into making sure we're sharp. And um, like I said, that's been the, the one fun part about the off season has been talking football and scheme and strategy and those things um, just to try to keep your brain sharp so that uh, when we do go, we're, we are ready to go. So that's May 4th, uh, Tuesday, I believe the CFL draft for 2021. I can't wait. I just, it's always the exciting time. Normally, normally we'd be ramping up, really getting ready for camp, uh, making arrangements for cam loops and arranging all that stuff. And we're going to play football in 2021. We know that we, you know, don't want to count our chickens, but up in the air, as far as what exact date, do you still prepare Rick as if we're going right away or how does that preparation change based on possible dates or postponements? Yeah, so the players and coaches, we've all talked and we are planning in our mind that we are starting on time because we need to so that if we do, we're ready to go. So just playbook wise, um, working out mentally, all those things is to um, be ready to go, you know, mm -hmm. that we're on time and then we'll adjust if we get um, different news when we hear that. So I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't have any inside info on that, but I, I, I would just guess in the next little bit, we're going to get some more definitive news on kind of what's happening. And, and, that, and you can see it's tough, you know, it's sometimes I think, you know, why can't they just tell us a date? So we all know, and mm -hmm. we can all move on. On the flip side is you see how the world changes by the day or by the week or by the month, you know, a month ago, we wouldn't have think thought we were where we were today so correct it's, uh, definitely tricky to to plan things out so what we have to do i guess the thing we can control on our end is being ready to go and we'll make sure that we're ready to go and then when they give us a beat uh, when we can do it safely then um you know we'll be ready to do it yeah i mean uh the last ditch hope in 2020 was to go to a uh, bubble in winnipeg and like around the time that would have started, Manitoba was going through uh, a wave like we are now, right? So you're yeah. <laughs> you're you're one hundred percent when you say that. Yeah, and it's the other thing that brings me hope is there's multiple multiple guys on our coaching staff and players in the U.S. that are fully vaccinated. In fact, right. I think all of our coaches in the United States are. Not we aren't in Canada. I'm not, mm -hmm. but you know I'll be ready to go whenever my my turn comes up, but that's even a good sign that the more of us that go to, to training camp that are vaccinated, which that's a whole chunk of the team already because it's um, those guys have been doing it down there in the States. Um, that's going to be a big help. And so, like I said, as we, as we get closer here in Canada to, 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 um, you know, getting a shot and all that stuff, obviously you think you sure would think life is going to be easier to function in that, uh, that setting, not only just being vaccinated as an individual, but if all the people you're hanging out with are too, then you would, you would think it would be easier to operate. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
that's right. I mean, I see uh, the odd uh, the odd person on social media posting that they're getting their first or second dose that are affiliated with us, and I think, okay, that's optimism. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get on with it. Let's uh, let's uh, let, let's get the sunscreen out and and burn <laughs> under the sun in Kamloops already. Let's go, right? Exactly. Um, very well. What else? Uh, what else is keeping you busy uh, away from the office? Uh, you you had a baseball reference earlier when describing Lucky Whitehead and Shaq Cooper, home run hitters. Uh, you watching much baseball now that it's back? I know you. I know you root for the Mariners, like I do. Um. Yeah. I. I. You know, Seattle's kind of my neck of the woods as far as cheering for sports teams. But I'm kind of lukewarm on the Mariners. I was more of a Seahawks fan growing up, but. Um, mm. Uh, I still like the Mariners, no, but it it is fun to watch sports. You know, like just to see, see like you said, see people out there again, um, um, playing sports and doing that. And I'm as I'm excited here in Vancouver that looks like we're going to get a full week of sunny weather, and it's going to yeah. feel a little bit more like um, spring or even early summer. So um, that always puts me in a better mood. Like you said, as the as uh, as it warms up and you get a little sunburn on the face and all that stuff, I'm I'm always down for that. So, um, but that's about it. Just trying to be pretty busy as you can imagine with the, the two drafts and, and getting ready for training camp and, and those things. And then um, I always try to remind myself is to try to try to be as healthy as I can going through all this, just trying <laughs> physically, mentally, because, you know, there's the mood swings. <laughs> Oh yeah. I know I feel it personally. I assume a bunch of people feel it, but depending on the news of the day or the news of the week, you know, some days are optimistic and some days you kind of hang your head a bit, but um, I'm just trying, I'm trying to remember that. And then I'm, I'm just glad to see the vaccine rollout keeps going. I hope it keeps gaining steam and that, uh, you know, that we can, uh, we can have a halfway decent summer would be good. Yeah, this uh, this whole world we've been in uh, serves as a nice reminder. Don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. That's one of those things they say. Don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. I, especially more important these days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. The kitchen's only about, well, two first downs away, if that. So. <laughs> I've also, the other thing I've learned in this um, pandemic is to play crib. So with oh, yeah? the, crib, the cribbage board out. I, I, I knew how to play in college a little bit, but I kind of forgot and got rusty, but my wife and I have been, been playing a lot. So I'm actually up to my, my crib game. And, um, so that's one of the pluses that's come out of this pandemic for me. So be honest, who wins? She usually does. She's better than me, but I was proud. I got a, I think it was a 24 or 23 in a hand, which is like okay. pretty rare in the, and that's hard to do. So. I was, uh, I was pretty pumped up about that. See, every time we talk to you, we get more video ideas. Cri- cribbage <laughs> with the Campbells. There you go. Yeah, that'd be, I'm sure that would be really exciting to watch. <laughs> we'll have to get George Chaika uh, involved in a few pitches uh, right after this. Yeah, we could, have a, we could get a few camera angles, you know, get the, get the end zone view, the sideline view, all that stuff of the, of the board. Uncensored, of course. So Yeah. All right, uh, Coach, uh, appreciate this. And, hey, this is going to be an exciting week, uh, one of those weeks where we're reminded that, yes, hope is coming. We're going to get back to it. And uh, be sure to head to bclions.com for all of our global draft updates. Rick, thank you. 
All right, you bet. I, li- I like that new microphone you got there. That looks pretty fancy. Yeah, I figure, uh, you know, again, 15 months of doing this at home might as well improve the quality a little bit. So um, fingers crossed that it actually worked and uh, we don't have to re-record this. But I think it worked. You say it sounds okay? Yeah, it's good. Well, I, right. well I look forward to talking to you more and more as we get closer to the season. So on onward we go. And you can count on it. We'll call you. Thanks, Rick. That's uh, Rick Campbell joining us on First and Now. It's always a presentation of IA Financial.